Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. I am ripping and tearing my way through a horde of demons, Michael, as always, and joining me is a floating head with one eye and plasma breath, it's Adrian, and listening to the soundtrack right now, Matt. In the first age, in the first battle, when the shadows lengthen. That's how it starts, it starts with the little Slayer Testaments. We're not reviewing Jack and Daxter, what's that voice? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's not Jack and Daxter's work. That's it's the Green Sage of Jack and Daxter. You need to okay. So we're playing Jack and Daxter for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't figured out yet, uh, we're not playing Jack and Daxter. We're playing Doom 2016, uh, a modern classic that I had never played until this past fortnight. Have either of you played the original Doom or, or any of the old style Doom based games? Uh, yeah, I did. Not well. Um, I mostly got into the id catalog when Quake Three Arena came out, so I played like a little bit. But I mostly my experience with classic Doom is watching my dad play it. I'm a se- I'm a second generation Doom player. I like to play. Uh, there was Simpsons Doom. <laughs> what? My my uncle had that on PC, and I used to play it when I would go over to their house. And I'm not sure if it was a mod or if it was an official game, but you played as Homer, and all the enemies were people from The Simpsons. That sounds it was uh, traumatizing, even a little. It Ultimate is a Doom. Simpsons Doom. Yeah, I found it. Well, because there's Ultimate Doom, which is kind of a modern. I think it's Ultimate Doom where. You can now use a mouse as a mouse, and it's a proper like first-person shooter. And when you get shot, there's blood splatter and stuff like that. Uh, it's really decked out. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure if it's called Ultimate Doom. I'm pretty sure it is. You think of uh, Brutal Doom, maybe? Brutal Doom. That's the guy. Thank you. Um, but we're just playing regular Doom from 2016, which is beautiful. And game for busy gamer. And that's it. I think that's all we need to cover here today. Yeah, I think I'll agree with you. I think this this is definitely a game for a busy gamer and definitely one worth your time. I played this on, I think it was normal difficulty, hurt me plenty. And uh, it was very manageable in the Fortnite. Like I didn't have to play in like long sittings. And when I had time, I did because it's so fast paced and you feel like you're accomplishing a lot in every sitting. And the action is like so fast and quick that it's just, you're going to get something even whether you play for five minutes or you play for 50 minutes. Yeah, and then it just quick saves and you can just look, oh, I'll put this down. Not that I did that this fortnight. I sat down and played this once this fortnight, just once. But it was for like a four-hour chunk and I actually finished the game. Nice. What? You finished the... What? <laughs> I didn't finish in four hours. I actually was able to load up an older save. <laughs> but I think I had like just beaten the Cyber Demon, which I feel like is halfway through. Uh, yeah, maybe just a little bit past halfway, so you still had at least another 40% to go, I would say. And I just smashed it out, which makes sense because according to How Long to Beat, uh, main story takes about 11 and a half hours. Yeah, that'd be about right. So that is why it's, I think, a shorter game 
but still packed with high quality, that's a game for a busy gamer. Now, what about this game? You know, what was the what was the grind like in this game? What what parts of it were grindy? Would you say? Because I know I had some troubles. Like, there was a couple of moments where I was just like, "Where am I supposed to go now? I've killed everyone. Is there a door that I'm missing?" Did you guys ever come across those kind of moments? I had one where um, I was supposed to go. You're supposed to go through a teleporter. And I just thought that it was like, okay, so there's a green light there, but the door is locked over there, and I don't know what to do. And it wasn't until I was like, wait, this is Doom. Like, I've played Quake 3. That ain't just a green light. This is this is where I go. This is a teleporter. But I was going to say, in terms of grind, the challenges things? I don't know what they are. The little rune things that you can do. I did one, and I was like, okay, that is enough for me. Oh, the trials. I actually really enjoyed the trials. They were quite clever. Um, thinking, making you think sort of outside the box at times on how to achieve them. Sometimes I bang my head on the wall, but they like they never felt impossible. And so you were like given like a little piece of bait where you'd be like two kills away from completing the trial or like one second away and you go, I can do it. I can bloody do it. And then 20 attempts later you're like i can do it i can still do this i've got the power in me and and then you eventually do it and some of those rune buffs are trash and i never used them (laughs) so yeah there is a little bit of grind with that but some of the rune buffs are really good uh i remember using uh like a glory kill one that would activate from far further away which was really handy uh, better mobility with your double jump was good as well. Um, so it's always, everything you do is worthwhile. There was one level when you return from hell and you return to sort of outside the facility and everything's kind of wrecked. I was, like, I didn't know where to go at that point. It was just a big open area and... So I was like, well, I wonder if like I wonder if there's more ammo the first time I fought, found ammo in this area and there wasn't. And then I wonder if I can go into this facility that I went into before. Oh no, that door's broken this time and it didn't really feel that one didn't feel clear as to where you're going because generally it's quite linear with a few little secrets, but that one was just kind of it's an open area and you're trying to look for like that green light like you said. What did you think of the story? Did it add enough to the game for you, or was it kind of not necessary? Hold up, there's there's a story in this. You bet. There's I, a no. lot of story. There's too there's like too much story for Doom. I know the story of the original Dooms through listening to the OST. That little thing that I was saying, the Slayer's Testament, uh, that I was saying, that's in the soundtrack, and I've so I've probably put more hours in the soundtrack than we have in the game combined. I'm almost confident in that. Um, more on that in a, a later when we get to the really good juicy parts of the game. But mm. the Slayer's Testaments, like they they say the prequel essentially, they explain how he went through and then how he got tricked into going into the tomb and then they stuck him in there. And then from there, I just know what is in the game and people were like oh there's hell oh let's worship it now oh we've killed everyone i'm dead 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's about a, right. That's Olivia Pierce. Oh, whoops. I'm dead now. And yeah, finding spot. her at the end, she's like, whoops, there's a big brain demon with the, in, a, in a robot suit. Is that her? Was that her? Or I don't that know. Just, um, I just like how people thought that worshipping hell slash the de- the icon of sin would turn out good for anyone involved. <laughs> like, that's not... Okay. Makes for a fun game, though. I felt like the most interesting character is uh, Dr. Samuel. What's his name? Dr. Haywood? Hayden? Hayden. Samuel Hayden, who is a who is a guy who uploaded his consciousness consciousness into a really tall robot, and then at the end, he is he's pissed off because you as the as the Doom Marine, as Doom Guy, um, and I kind of like this Doom Marine. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this in that the story's kind of meta in that everything is happening. But I didn't care, and neither does the Doom guy. Yeah. He's he's just there to kill everything, to shut it down. That's it. He doesn't care about uh, Dr. Hayden's, like, plans or Olivia Pierce's plans. It's like he's you don't even view her really as the antagonist. She's just another thing for you to kill. And so then by the end, he realizes that about you. You've ruined everything for him because he just wanted you to, like, stop her, but we still need the Argent energy. So in the end, he locks you up again. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool that in a way they've thought, hey, it's doomed. People are probably not going to be paying attention to this. And so then it works nicely into the story. I mean, it's perfectly portrayed right at the beginning when there's that little uh, screen that's giving, like, a rundown of something and then... Doom guy just pushes it aside, throws it into a wall. You know, it's not about the story. Doesn't I? He doesn't really care. He just wants to kill some demons. But I found every data log. <laughs> I did not read all of them, but I found every single one. And He's a secret searcher. <laughs> uh, do you know more about the game? Are you well versed now? No, I did not. No, I did not read ah. <laughs> a single one. No, I read. I like to look at the monsters to see what their like names were and things like that because often you get a challenge where it would be like kill this with a chainsaw and I'm like okay what one is that and then I'd use the directory that way also it's not in there anywhere I don't believe but I couldn't figure out how to use the BFG when I first got it I forgot about it because, like I said, I got an older save and I'm like, I know I have the BFG. I don't know what to do. And it wasn't until near the very, very end that I'm like, I haven't pressed triangle. I don't <laughs> think at all. And then I pressed it and it was... And also, because I forgot about it, I wasted so much of its ammo. It's just lying on the floor. I'm going, what is the screen thing? Why can't I pick it up? And then finally, ah. Oh. I could have been exploding the big Satan-looking guys because they're a pain in the butt. See, I had something similar with the... This game makes me realize how trained I am by every other FPS. 
just like I'd be shooting and shooting and shooting, and then just every so often in my head, I'm just like, I gotta press square to reload, and I'd press square and then just pull out the chainsaw. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't need to do this. It doesn't have reloading. Uh, but it's just every other. It's just it's it's a remake of the original, and yet it's so it's come full circle. Shall we quickly have a look at our uh, ammo? Maybe we need to go find one of those ammo boxes. I don't know how to get there. Maybe I've got to punch one of those little flying robots who's got to upgrade for us. Grab your red pass, your red security key. It's time to go into inventory management. All right. So the next games we've got coming up, we've got Monster Hunter World Iceborne. So it's starting. I'm pretty sure Adrian's going to finish it in the day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not quite. Maybe the weekend. Uh, then after that is our special episode 60th special uh, Minecraft. The game, like the first really viral game. Then after that, we got Borderlands 3, Half-Life 2, and then Tony Hawk's Underground 2. And that's just our future... What would you say? Just... Just a look into our schedule upcoming. If you have any suggestions, feel free to share us on Spotify, rate us on iTunes, find us. Where where <laughs> find us? Like a like a secret little Doomarine figurine that I'm pretty sure is a Funko Pop. Um, you can find us on Facebook at at No Time to Grind Podcast or Instagram at No Underscore Time Underscore Two Underscore Grind Underscore Podcast. That's very wordy. I know. I'm sorry. But you're typing it, and it's quick. It's easy when you're typing it. And that's our inventory management. I did good because I got all the unlocks. That was me just then. You Hearing all that was me unlocking all the Argent cells and getting five in health, five in shield, and five in ammo. Oof, he's a fully buffed boy. You should do the same if you want to be a fully buffed boy. <laughs> that's it. you got to get the five... Stars on iTunes for us. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Matt, I'm sure you want to talk about the uh, the soundtrack nonstop for the next 30 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like my main thing about this game is um, I think that it's pretty perfect in its goal. Like it's the Fury Road of video games. Mad Max Fury Road. Probably like it's not... Dead Poet Society at all, but it was like I'm gonna do this, and then it did it perfectly, and everyone and like a tiny little bit more, and everybody was just like, "Well, holy crap, that was like one of the best action movies ever," and it seemed effortless. Yeah, um, I'd put that in. this is uh, probably one of the best action games of recent, and yeah, it just is it a is it a magnus opus of the gaming industry? No, but it does set out to do exactly what it. Should and do as in a, a similar vein, perfectly. This OST is like okay to to compare to you know the greats like uh, David Grohl or John Lennon and Paul McCartney. I'm not going to go down that road, but <laughs> Jeremy Soule from Elder Scrolls and Koji Kondo from Legend of Zelda probably should be sweating. When they hear Mick Gordon's original soundtrack for Doom, which yes uh, has inspirations from the original, but it's so good, it is so good. I swear that this 
soundtrack new like i swear i don't know if it did it probably did because we have these days you have soundtracks that um can change depending on what you're doing pretty much immediately um because video games are crazy cool but i swear every time i used the super shotgun it, there was two strokes of an electric guitar every time sw- it sounded like it it was crazy and i'm like yes this is it <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, I just listen to it when I'm going for a run, and it's awesome. And I'll let you guys talk a bit more because I feel like I'm just I'm just gushing about this about the like. No, I'm with you. <laughs> this is a sick soundtrack, and also made by an Australian, which is awesome. Um, and it's just it's just perfectly what it should be. If this genre had have been around in. Uh, when this game was first, when Do- when the first Doom came out, guaranteed this would have been the tunes, like this cool fusion of metal and. Although, gonna be demons. honest with you, um, Mick Gordon not as good in the soundtrack for the last Airbender the video game. Oh, <laughs> it's um, I did notice that it all it was very much blending together. It was one. It's one of those things where, when there's great sound design, and when there are great um, soundtracks, they they like they only enhance and they never feel out of place. Like in a way, you almost don't want to notice them when they're doing their job like perfectly. So, like you're saying, how every time you fire the shotgun, there was like a strum of like a sick distorted guitar it's i'm it's sitting there in my memory and and i'm going you know what probably what it probably was there and then you are in a way like a part of the music but it's so well thought out so well designed that you don't really notice it it's just enhancing the experience i also like the reference of uh, the comparison to fury road in that Fury Road is, it's, it, it almost kind of, it feels like Doom. <laughs> like, like th- those work really well together, kind of like bones and metal and fire. And <laughs> an Aussie was connected with that and an Aussie's connected with it again. And if I, I just like to say, we know what we're doing no, we- when it comes to cool shit. <laughs> because we, we already to live in action-oriented stuff. Summer, so it's like okay, yeah, this tracks. Like, <laughs> hey, Mick, do you know anything about like you know pools of lava, dirt's red, skies red? Yeah, that's that's summer. That's the Northern Territory. Like we can go there. We can go there this weekend if you want, mate. We can go to hell. We can go. Or do you? Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the? You want to go to the frosty <laughs> parts of hell? We'll just we'll take you there. It's Tasmania, mate. Yeah, Doom Slayer, he's just out of the pub. You haven't seen him? <laughs> he's just had a, a few, few too many. He's just had a, oh, he's making his go. way home now, after okay, a few tinnies. I know that he... <laughs> I know we're Somebody doing the whole... i got to say, Junkie XL, who did the soundtrack for Mad Max Fury Road, he's Dutch, so sorry about that. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm moving the thing, but if Junkie oh. XL and Mick Gordon... Did anything together? If they've done something together and I don't know about it, I will know about it soon because I'm googling it now. Duh. But 
God, they should do something together. That'd be sick as. I hadn't played a game like this in a while. And sort of sticking on that Fury Road train of thought, I don't think that Fury Road is the best Mad Max. Um, but that's from that's from a, the perspective of, like, say, a story and the whole experience. And that's the same with Doom in that uh, this one is like Fury Road because it's all about, it's all hard and fast and flashy and it looks good and it feels good. And, yeah, you said at the beginning that it's no dead poet society of whatever. I like how that's our frame of reference as well. That <laughs> it's is, no that Captain. Is, yeah. It's, the, it's no Captain, my it's captain. It's no Shenmue? I don't know. But it is. I hadn't played anything like this in a while. What do you mean like this? Just like a uh, no heart. No. Yeah, I can't even use that metaphor. No holds barred uh, action game. No holds barred, and also just where they're just trying to to execute one one idea, and they're just trying to do it as well as they can. And I think few go a few games, at least AAA games, few few AAA games are that specific and limit their scope to that extent. All the big games these days are trying to be a Skyrim. A Witcher Three, even like Assassin's Creed, getting further and further away from what they were, trying to be like the big deal by just cramming it with just endless ideas and content. And I feel like when when I was a teenager and we were playing on our PCs all the time, there were more games like this in yeah. the past. There were more of these. I've got one idea. I'm going to execute it because I was—it I, was like nostalgic, and I never really played Doom, but I was being nostalgic for other games in a similar, in a similar vein. Even like the early Bioshocks were more simple in their, in their scope. Yeah, I'm picking up what you put down. I definitely, I definitely agree. Like, yeah, games these days just trying to fit more in to make it seem more feature rich when sometimes it's about having just a perfectly polished single experience, like single feature, single experience. You know, this is a perfectly polished, fast paced shooter. If it started having, like, here's side quests, here's like telekinesis powers, you might, you might be like, take detracting from the simple fact of, we got to shoot things, which I think, and if we, which is why I think it's a great um, remake because it's just like, it's it 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 almost just perfectly takes the original design document for the first Doom and just goes, oh, it's twenty, like just makes it in twenty nineteen. They looked at the design doc, said here's all the things that it says, let's make that in today's game. Like they just took the idea. Like, who made it? John, yeah. was his name John Romero? The original yeah. Doom creator? It's like someone just asked John, if you weren't limited by technology, what would you have done? Yeah, there is and a, this came like, out a Doom it. Bible, I'm pretty sure, that they were like, they wanted to, yeah, the original design document, and apparently they still follow a lot of things from that, and it's, I think I remember he- hearing something about, like, 
it did have a bit of story, but then they just took all the story away because they were like, this isn't about the story. This is about the perfect gunplay. Um, and I think, I think that's why you've got square is chainsaw, triangle is BFG, because especially those things, they're like the things that it's, it is a button. Like that button is the dedicated, I am going to cut this thing in half and get a lot of ammo. And then this other button is, I am going to delete everything in front of me right now. Like, it, And it's just so good in that regard. And I wonder what they're going to do, because it looks like you get that sword from the very end. It looks like you get that in Doom Eternal. And so I'm wondering if they are going to do a... Because, you know, you hold L1, and it brings up all the weapons that you can pick. And that's good. And I think that's... Like, I think that's the way to go when you've got a game with heap of weapons like this uh even sometimes i just used it just to catch my breath i'm like jesus so many why are there five pinkies in front of me there should be you know a thumb at least (laughs) anyway so i wonder if they're gonna do like hold square and then you can get the (laughs) chainsaw or the hell sword or whatever it's called or the bfg that way um because you know, they're adding things. I don't know if I want them to complicate things. I think they had it perfect with the, this button is, like, does this. Well, like you said, maybe they'll stick to that that Doom Bible even for the next game. I was going to ask, does this make you guys interested in Doom Eternal at all? I think, yes. I hadn't played this. Like, this has been out for over three years now because I had moved away from first-person shooters. But this was just like... So... It was so refreshing that I was like, oh, yeah, I could I could definitely see myself getting Doom Eternal now. I don't know why I hadn't played it. Because I was like, oh, this was... I think I had a... I think I had an idea and an expectation that it was all just like... It was just going to be like way too chaotic and... Too simple, like too just you're shooting things, which it is, but it does it in a very engaging way. Yeah, so say you compare this to Call of Duty or a Battlefield. Um, different shooters, of course, um, but something about the, the speed and the energy and uh, the way you have to use your environment in terms of like traversal, variety of weapons... It was just really, it was really a refreshing reminder of why I did used to play first-person shooters. So Doom Eternal is like is definitely on the cards for me. Having when because the other thing is, and I think this was hanging over me as well. I don't know what episode it was for the podcast, but we played Rage, (laughs) and Rage is also by ID. So it's the same dev company, might be a different team, but it's the same company and same publisher as Doom. <laughs> well, and Rage yeah. is trash. Rage was I was like, is he Rage hold that no punch? good no, at all? And it didn't like we were talking about having that executing that one job and doing it well. Rage couldn't execute one thing. 
It was trying to do three things. It was trying to be a shooter like Doom. It was trying to be like open world and there were cars. Those three things all done badly. And so I think that was sort of hanging over me that I was like, do it even have it anymore? Do they even know what they're doing? I didn't like the advertising for Rage 2 either, where they were like, no, sorry about the first one. This one's crazy. It's like Borderlands. I'm like, okay, well, then I'll just play Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, the third and one's coming out. Borderlands Why would I 3 play Rage is two? 3. That's yeah. one better than and Rage so 2. Like, and I was like, well, do, do it still have it? And in Doom, they do. Speaking of Rage 2, if, we're, if I can sidestep around this conversation for a moment, I, I didn't want to like what I saw, and I didn't at first. And then I heard really good things about the reviews and saw some trails and was like, damn, this actually looks pretty good. And But I want to not like it. I want Rage to fail and to disappear. I'm disappointed it got a sequel anyway. But I can't help but go like, damn, I'm out of... Well, well, speaking of its it. newer games, <laughs> Quake Champions, after playing this, why does Quake Champions exist? Why did they not just add what they wanted to do with Quake Champions and then put it into the Doom multiplayer? Like, because I'm playing Doom and I'm like, this is... Like, I like Quake and I fi- and I'm going to offend a lot of purists right now, but Quake and Doom are not brothers because they're the same person just using a different name like <laughs> the 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 difference is <laughs> I, like, aliens versus demons and i mean i could probably go back and argue wolfenstein is that but nazis but i actually never played any wolfenstein so i'm not gonna pretend to know anything about that but like why would you make quake champions i've played that when you have doom it's like the exact same vibe, especially near the end of Doom. Like I feel like Doom starts off like, yeah, this is a standard ba- like arena where you fight people. There's a bit of cover, um, you know, they're melee, so you get to kind of pull back and shoot them. But there are some that can sh- shoot you with a fireball. Uh, but then by the end of it, it's like, yep, yeah, here's a teleporter there. There's a jumper there. You just freaking go about it. And that's what Quake 3 Arena, <laughs> oh boys, that's what that was all about was trying to get the sniper hit with your... What's it called? It's that big gun that you get on ships. Railgun. Yeah, you're trying to get that after you've hit on the jump pad and you're trying to snipe someone else. It was beautiful. Why didn't they just do that? Why don't they just put these together? Because what Quake Champions is isn't what I like about Quake. I like... To be honest, my favorite Quake is Enemy Territory Quake Wars, which I don't think is actually it anyway. Anyway, that's my rant about Quake and Doom, is that just Quake Champions should have been an expansion pack for Doom. See, Doom does have a multiplayer. I didn't play it, and I don't think it was out originally. I'm not sure it was added after. But I have seen, didn't they also create like a level maker, like a map maker or mode maker? Yeah, I've seen, snap, ma- seen people, snap map or something. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Because people were making like, MOBA versions of the game and stuff. Um, hey, yeah. What's the? Anyone touch the multiplayer? No, I'm afraid I didn't get the chance. No, I felt like at times the game was almost preparing me for multiplayer. Like how you said towards the end, there's like jump pads and things like that, and it's like, what's this doing here? And I was like, do you want me to play multiplayer? I'm definitely interested in it, but I'm also terrified, having come to the game late, that anyone in there will just be impossibly good. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be interested in playing the multiplayer. 
like like yourself, Michael, uh, not without some backup. You know, I don't want to have to go up against, you know, the pro Doom players. But uh, well, I mean, if if we're organising a sort of team up between us three lads, it it would appear you have a uh, former Quake Three Arena champion. <laughs> In the ranks, so maybe it would be uh, not as hard as you might think. Ooh, it ooh. it would appear that way. Oh. I I have a funny um like story. I was talking about the achievements earlier, and I noticed because I looked on and I was comparing achievements because I wanted to see how far you'd gotten, Michael. Because I stalk you. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'd seen that you were beating me in story achievements. And I'm like, oh. Crap, because this is because I've had a very, very hectic uh, fortnight just gone, had birthdays, had moved house, it's crazy stuff. Um, and I'm like, I can't, I can't let Michael beat me <laughs> not again, not two, two episodes in a row. Um, and then I also, I was like, I'll check Adrian's as well. And so... I got the very first achievement out of all of us, all right? Back in 2016, I started this, and then I lost interest or got distracted or something, and Adrian powered through, finished it all in 2016. Beautiful, all right? Then I have picked up, like, between that, like, this last fortnight, Michael quickly was getting a few achievements. Uh, I'm like, crap, i got to go. I was the second to get the complete the game on easy or normal okay good good as it as it needs to be <laughs> uh michael was third but michael is the only one out of us who got anything i'm pretty sure achievement wise about completing the game like there's a achievement for you know getting all the collectibles in one level or something like that and michael did it which which proves it, in an angle Perfect for a busy gamer, because Michael is a busy gamer. He, I would say he's the busiest out of all of us. It's not a bad thing, Michael. Don't cry. Uh, <laughs> but if he can do the collectibles, if he can do the completionist thing, then any like, then that's a testament to... Just how if, friendly if you, it is for busy gamers. Yeah. It is a exactly. testament to Doom, because I don't, I don't care for completionism. Um there has to be a real incentive or a real ease of use to do it. And so I wanted to find the secret areas in Doom and I was pissed off in the level when you go to Hayden's office because as soon as you go to his office and as soon as you unlock that door, you can't go backwards. And I realized that getting rid of the gore heart, is that what they're called? Those um, like those portals where the demons are coming out of, and you got to rip the heart out of it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, one of them. Yep. When you get rid of that, it turns off the red alert for like the whole facility, and you're supposed to backtrack all the way back to the beginning to get in to get a Praetor um, suit, like upgrade and things like that. But I'd gone through the door, and I was like, "No!" <laughs> and I was like, "What am I doing? I, I hate doing completionist stuff." But it was just so easy to do, and the rewards were always so beneficial. It wasn't just junk. It wasn't like okay, the dialogues were a bit of junk, but I found every single one. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> it mustn't have been hidden like uh, as like some games. They hide them in the stupidest spots, 
but they must have been pretty good, pretty manageable. If you got every single one of them, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by yeah. You. <laughs> have you even <laughs> Thanks, guys. have you even 100 percent of the game ever before? I don't actually know. I'm pretty close, I think, with um, Insomniac Spider-Man on PS4. Because, again, cool. I just felt like it always That's felt good, good to do a lot of it. Um, I don't generally like to do it, though, because I'm always more interested in in new experiences rather than perfecting a game. And a lot of the time there are achievements to do with being able to like execute the game really well and I'd yeah. rather just move on to a new experience. That's why I that's my excuse for why I suck at Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> and the experience of getting absolutely slapped by me is, you know, not a new experience. No, it's a, it's like an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> now the only small kind of gripe I have with the game and I didn't really notice until someone brought it up is that for a fast paced action game the the insta kill things when you get the threshold down they kind of put little pauses in the action I didn't really care until someone, until I, someone had brought it up and then I was playing it and I'm like yeah it does kind of even the music drops out for it and then comes back in what do you, what, how did As you guys when find you're it? doing it yeah Okay, because um, I thought you meant when it happens. No, so because you... I had to, I had to realize that if they're too far away, don't don't walk. Because and then you go, I, I got to walk up to this guy. That does kill the mood. Instead, just kill them. They're nearly dead anyway. But I I never noticed the music stop. So that's interesting. I kind of wish you told me before so I could have like noticed. Yeah, um, I mean it might have just been though. Like because I was just testing it, then I played a little bit more before we came, and I was like listening in it just stops i don't know if it was just my maybe my instance of the game but yeah i think it does like for a game that's all about fast shooting fast moving fast killing uh the action like yeah it's surprising that they put in these these little stops and they have a good purpose and all the it's not like the animations are too repetitive or anything like that it's just like oh yeah i really noticed that it, it pauses it like puts a little it just stops the game for a second you stop shooting and running and you go i'm, I'm gonna slap you I don't think we should view it as a stop. I think we should view it as a, a going a gear up because you're like you're putting all your energy into killing this freaking guy. Because let's face it, you're only gonna do it on one of the tough guys like um the mancubuses, um because they're freaking annoying. Uh, and then you're taking out his little stomach and you're shoving it in his mouth, and it's like this moment of like yeah you. This is what you deserve. I don't want to swear. I feel like I swear too much on this podcast. And one day we're going to get a thing from iTunes saying this is explicit now. But think of every expletive you can think of, and but in a good way, like oh yeah, you you bloody something or rather, <laughs> like as you're killing it, and it's like this moment of kind of like relief because you don't have to do it. Doom guy's got it now. He'll finish him off for you. And I was like, yes. I, like, I think, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be a grind, you know? It can be good. It can be good. I found the glory kills um, really beneficial to, to get an extra second, like, of time to think. 
if yeah. things got really hectic, you can pull off a glory kill. You go into some invincibility frames while doing it. You get a little bit of breathing space. You'll often get more ammo or health for doing it rather than just killing them. Um, so you get a bonus for doing it as well. So it encourages you to do it. And there are runes that increase the speed in which you can do the glory kill. And also there are some that give you a speed boost after glory kills. Ooh, okay. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what uh, Adrian needs for his mm. glory killing experience. Well, like I said, when I, I first played through, didn't really think about it or notice it. And then uh, someone I was watching play it brought it up. I was like, I can see how this is. Like, this might put someone off. I started, I think, though, saving them in a way. Like imps, for example. Um, just my super shotgun would just, like, rip through them in one go. Gun. Yeah. So they they weren't the feature of glory kills towards the end. It was saved for pinkies because they're little tanks and bloody take forever you, to get down. rip out his tooth and slit his throat. Oh, this game's oh, it's beautiful. I'm going to make... I'll make children play this game. I don't care if it scars them. It's a beautiful game. Did you notice that the invisible pinkies um, have much less health? I didn't notice because they still have enough that it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Just die! How many shotgun shells to the face can you take? Stop! What do you? What is your favorite enemy? It, like boss or regular? Hmm. I do think the Cyber Demon is very cool. Cyber Demon is very cool. I like the Barons of Hell because that feels oh. very like classic. Yes, right. I, I I agree with you, but I think my favorite is the I believe they're called the Hell Guards because they're pretty unique. You only fight three of them. You. Fight the one with a shield, and then you fight the two without a ah. shield. And the little worms that go into this like biomechanical suit, um, and it's kind of like a puzzle because he's got a shield on. You got to pick the moment when to shoot him. He, that's a cool idea, and especially when I got a glory kill because I'm pretty sure you have to glory kill him to kill him because they're one of those boss boys. Uh, and Doom Guy punches into the exoskeleton, pulls out the worm, and the worm's just like, "Well, I guess I'm just gonna die now because don't got my suit." That that is a really good um, boss. Most of the bosses, so I guess really it's only Cyber Demon, uh, the guards, and then the Spider Mastermind. The mastermind, yeah. Uh, that that's my. I think I might say that's the one downside to this game that was a pretty bad final boss you reckon it only took me like it killed me once uh and it was just because i was like an idiot and i was going like oh why isn't this working oh no i've used all my bfgs and i'm like oh this is my fault uh so died tried it again and then did it relatively comfortably and I just his his whole thing was just like just gonna like shoot, do a flip, keep shooting, do the laser thing, which is just jump and then duck to avoid. Um, and then he does his big thing where he puts electricity everywhere, so you just shoot him with a BFG, 
then you wail on him. It was just it was just time consuming. He has a lot of health. He doesn't take a lot of damage. So it was just kind of time consuming. It didn't feel like fighting the cyber demon or fighting the guards, which felt like there there's a knack that I've got to figure out what are they doing? What am I going to do in this moment? I've got to wait for that shield to go down or, oh no, I'm caught in this corridor thing and then I've got to do that little jump puzzle for the cyber demons like slashes. Then there was a part two. It, they just like, they felt like really big boss fights and this was the final one and when I killed him, I thought there's going to be another, there's going to be another round and there wasn't. And so it just felt anticlimactic Climatic compared to the first two big boss fights. Yeah, fair enough. When you put it like that, yeah, you've you've got a point. It's like once you solve the okay, I get up on the ledge at this point, and then I get down when he's doing the electricity. Yeah, so I see where you're coming down, where you're coming from. Uh, how as we come towards the end, how do you guys rate this? What's your final rating for Doom? You know how Bayonetta 1 was a make time to grind, but you were like, well, actually, Bayonetta 2 is better, so maybe this is just a fine time to grind. I actually think I'm quite hopeful and that that's going to happen for Doom and that Doom Eternal is going to be so good that it'll push Doom 2016 down a peg. But for now, make time to grind. you you got to play it. There's, it. Like I said, it only tries to do one thing at... And he does it. He succeeds. I agree in that it's a it's a make time to grind. Um, now, kind of looking forward to yeah, Doom Eternal. And I don't think it gets our special busy gamer seal of approval. I think I think like it's it's close. Like this is a a, a very big recommendation of make some time. It, you like pick it up. And and play it. It's it's Doom, and I said at the beginning, and I think I'm willing to stand by it, I feel like this is a modern classic of an FPS, and it is an excellent reboot of a classic FPS. So it's just kind of, it should be a rite of passage. Yeah, I definitely agree. A make time to grind. It's a shining gem of modern games that sticks out above everyone else trying to copy each other. It's a it's a beautiful reboot. It's a beautiful standalone. If there had been no Doom 1 and this had just come out, I think this would have done just as well, if not better. It's not It's not just banking on the franchise. It, it's, a, it's actually a really well-made game. And that's, that's all it needs to be. I, I definitely say make time to grind. There you go. There's our thoughts for uh, Doom 2016. Now, let's step out of the blistering heat of hell and step into the the cool breeze of monster hunter world iceborne ah <sighs> i am ready well have you been practicing boy i am honing <laughs> i am very very meta i am i have like basically the best long sword build aside from a few decorations, and I'm ready to slap some Xenogas real good. Laughs in Lance. <laughs> <laughs> I am invincible! That's I a- hope that I can enjoy 
Iceborne? Like, I hope I'm not too far behind. I've heard, I don't, see, here's the thing. I don't know how true it is, but I've heard that you need to have completed at least like the the main quests to unlock the Iceborne stuff or like to get to the Iceborne stuff, as in it kind of adds on top of rather than next to, like it's a thing that comes after rather than the thing that you can also take part in while you're playing the normal game, which I'm interested to hear your perspective basically because me and Matt are both at the end game. So we'll probably have access to 100% of the stuff that you could have access to. I'm curious to see where you're at. Where did you get up to in the original or in the base game? Well, that's that's what I don't really remember. I don't know what is considered like post-game and still in main game because I felt like there was one ending, but there are still like... Where, where did, story missions did you finish high rank uh probably not so i might need your help oh don't to you worry. even get I, to it i will solo L all your multiplayer monsters for you <laughs> i look forward to it doesn't come out for a couple of days at time of recording um already pre-ordered i'm actually going to trade my original monster hunter world in to get it because for some reason the retail version comes with the base game. Yes. And it's only $10 more than if you were to buy it online. And so by trading in, I'm going to get it less than just getting the expansion through the PlayStation Store. Get on my level. I am the king of bargains. Yes, I've heard that some call you the summer bin bargain, which is <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Please join us in Monster Hunter World Iceborne. It's going to be a blast. My name's been Adrian. I've been Matt. And I've been Michael. If your name was Adrian, what is it now? Hunter. Just Hunter. Hunter. Oh, you found yourself a hunter. No, wrong one, but I'm okay with that too. I don't know why I put on an accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm okay with that too. <laughs>